podcast. This is Matt Chalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Chalava, and today is Friday, May 21st, 2021, and it has been a it's been a decent day. I mean, I've gotten a lot done. I finally finished up probably the the last piece of the project that I've been working on for work, which is quite a relief, I guess. It's just been a it's kind of been a ongoing thing, and there's been problems kind of with every facet of it. So trying to take care of those and finally getting it over with is something that I've been looking forward to for a while, just trying to get this this new piece of equipment installed that we've been working on. So that's been something that's been on my plate. I've been happy to get that most of the way done, so I'm pretty pumped about that. And then I did make a couple decent sales today. I made a sale for some Jordan 11 low white Concords, and I don't know if you remember those or not, but they came out last summer. And not really a good buy and hold. I wouldn't recommend having those have been a buy and hold, but what ended up happening was is I ended up getting them in and got a decent size on the sneakers app. Quick sold them, made 40 bucks, and I believe that I listed them as a men's size 10 and a half, and they ended up being a women's size 10 and a half. So there's obviously issues with that because that's not the same size that the person thought they were buying, and they sent them back to me because they were not happy that the shoe was roughly <laughs> was roughly like a size and a half too small. So either way, it ended up working out. I made some money on them any, anyways, and I think I ended up making less money now than I did last year, but it is fine. Still made some money on it. Got my, I think I sold them for like 230. So they retailed, I want to say 170 was the retail for those, and then 230 was the flip, but it may have been something more. I think it was 170 because I think I sold them maybe for like 210. So maybe I made a little bit more money this time. And then I ended up selling another pair of shoes that's been just kind of sitting there. The Yeezy 700 V3 Clay Browns. And I don't know why people really hated this colorway as much as they did because it looks almost identical to the the Alvas that came out last year in the spring of 2020. And they look like extremely similar. I, I got a, an offer on them and there's a pretty steep price difference. It's like 100, 120 bucks depending on what size you have and stuff like that. And the offer I got in was way, way low. And I was like, what the heck's going on? Like, this offer's terrible. And then I looked at it. I was like, oh, okay, this is for the clay browns. But they look so much like the Alvas, which is just a triple black colorway instead of black and brown that I didn't really, I couldn't really tell the difference. But if you're a sneakerhead, you'd be able to see pretty easily. But for the most part, they don't look that different. So if you're just buying it for the the shoe and you like the look of the Alvas, then maybe consider the clay browns because they are a very, very similar looking colorway, at least in my opinion. So... Those sold today. I was happy to get those sold too. I think they retailed at like 200 or 220. It was something around there. It may have even been, maybe even been as high as 150 or 250. I have to look at that now. But I ended up selling those for 280. Just happy to get those out of the house. I I ended up hitting those on a Shopify site. It was really the only time I've hit a Shopify site with a plot, and that wasn't like that was like a sneaker that was releasing. I'll put it at that. So. I, I hit those and they've just been sitting there for a little bit. I honestly forgot about them because when you start to get a lot of shoes, you just forget about which ones are where. And I didn't have them listed. And then I was going through my sneakers and saying, which ones of these do I need to get listed? Because I'm sick of having shoes that aren't listed. And I found them, got them up, got them listed, and they sold relatively quickly. So that was nice. Happy to get those sold too. So two decent sales, just good capital coming back in. And that's something that I've been looking at a lot is trying to figure out how to get as much capital on hand as possible because I'm quickly realizing that capital is the most important thing to have in a business other than good selling inventory. I mean, you want both of those and you want a decent balance. But for me, 
where I want to go with this business and some of the things that I've been looking at, I do want to have good a good amount of capital on hand. I mean, yesterday with some of the releases we had and even this morning with some of the releases that, that there were as well, I could have absolutely crushed if I would have had more capital on hand and if I would have been better set up. And so I think two things kind of go into play here in being successful and really the reasons why I haven't been successful come down to probably laziness and not having an infrastructure in place to support success. And so if you look at people like, for instance, if you go look at the people that are the premier people that bought, right? And you say, how do they hit 100 pairs of sneakers? Or even how do they hit 50 pairs of shoes or something like that? Like an absurd amount of sneakers. Their setup is way different than somebody who's trying to hit two pairs of shoes, right? Their mindset going into this is way different. Their setup is completely different. They are not just buying a couple gigs of data and maybe 25 or 50 ISPs. They're going, they're buying 300 ISPs. They're buying multiple gigs of data. And that's like for a lower, like that's for a lower tier botter who's not even like hitting the insane clips that we see people hit on Twitter. So keep that kind of stuff in mind. The, the setup is completely different. The amount of tasks they're running are completely different. And it's all a mindset thing. What's the difference? What's the difference between the guy who goes and buys and spends, is willing to spend $1,000 on proxies versus the guy who's willing to spend maybe 50 to 100 bucks? What's the difference? Well, the difference really is mindset. What does the guy that is spending 1,000 bucks think he's going to get out of this? What is his uh, strategy going into the release? What is his opportunity to hit? What, what sort of things does he have in place? And kind of going back from that and starting where here's here's somebody that I would like to emulate. What do I think they need to have or what do I think that they have in place in order to be as good as they are? And you can reach out to them and ask them sometimes. Sometimes they'll help you. Sometimes they won't. But even just thinking and working backwards from saying, here's the end goal. What would I need in order to have that that end goal and, and be able to achieve the amount of success that they have? Or what sort of things do they have in place that I don't? So that's something that I've been working on a little bit. Just kind of got my mind going today a little bit and thinking, okay, well, I could I could buy a new laptop. I could buy this bot or I could do, I could really start to focus on this part of my business and I could get this sort of thing in place for purchasing and procurement and I could get an LLC put in place and all these different things that I was thinking about that I should do in order to be able to get to the level that I want to get at. And and just in talking with one of the, the guys that I talk to frequently, he was kind of saying the same thing. He's like, hey man, like you need to get some of this stuff put together. You need to get your LLC ready. You need to get your credit card like an actual card you can not just get maxed out all the time whenever you hit a huge clip like sort of things like that that are really really nice i mean yesterday would have been a, a drastically different day probably would add some panic if if i would have had a charge card and from what i was reading and this is not financial advice whatsoever but from what i was reading for me personally a charge card doesn't really have a limit on it but a credit card does and so charge cards need to be paid off like every i think 60 days for some of them every 30 days for some of them every month for some of them you have to consult your credit card company and all that kind of stuff but the one i was looking at i was like oh my gosh like there's no limit on this thing that's insane. I was like, how much money could I make? And then I was thinking, okay, what what would happen if I ended up hitting a ton of inventory on this? Like, let's say I hit like like yesterday. If I if I literally would have had an unlimited amount of, of like credit, I probably could have spent well over. I mean, it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been crazy to have said I would have spent over twenty to like thirty thousand dollars on inventory because it was all stuff that was going to sell. I mean, there was there were some major releases yesterday, and I absolutely crushed them for the amount of capital that I could put out there. But I was thinking, okay, what's what's the risk of that? Well, there isn't any risk because it sells and, and there's no there's no issue with that. And then I was thinking, okay, well, maybe there is some risk. What if I end up selling so much on eBay that they that they think that my account is kind of somebody that's a spammer or a scammer and they need to evaluate it for a little bit? And I was like, well, that's not too bad. That usually only takes five days. I was like, but if I source $30,000 of inventory and it's selling at almost double, 
that would be a little bit more of an eyebrow raise for them than just making a few extra thousand dollars of sales. Like $30,000 $30, versus $3,000 of sales is a very, very different kind of like number for them. And they may take a little longer or they may say, hey, we need to talk to you about this. Why are you making so many sales right now? How did you get this inventory? Like all these different things and that could take time. And, and now what? How much am I actually able to support? If I have to pay this off, do I have the capital in place to pay off that, that massive amount? So trying to keep those things in mind and just playing out the scenarios in your head is important. You don't wanna, you don't wanna get yourself caught in paralysis by analysis where you're just stuck there thinking about all the things that could go wrong and screwing yourself. You wanna think about the things that could go wrong and figure out what your solution is. And maybe if that is not putting yourself at such high of a risk and maybe, okay, maybe instead of spending 30,000, maybe only spend like 15 because maybe you can cover that with the expenses you have in your bank or whatever. Like, like if you have an exit plan or you have a game plan for how are you going to be able to do the take care of yourself if something goes wrong, then you're set. And then, then you have an actual way that you can go about putting yourself at maybe a little bit more risk, but at a much greater reward. And so that's sort of the thing that I was kind of thinking about today, just wondering, what is the amount that I could put out there? And then if I put out that amount and I actually have to pay it off before I get the funds in from eBay, then what do I do? And, and what would it look like? And what if I don't have the correct amount? Would I would I be willing to go over my funds? Probably not, but there are crazy scenarios where I could see that happening. And what would I do in that scenario? And just so many different things you play out in your head and go, what would I try and do if this happened? And then trying to come up with a plan for how you would handle that just so that you're prepared. Being prepared is the biggest it is the most important thing in reselling because if you're prepared for a release, especially for a release-based reselling business, if you're doing, you can be prepared to go sourcing at a garage sale, but pretty much you're not going to hit, like unless you're in Cali or somewhere where it's super, super competitive, like here you're going to a garage sale and there's nobody around and maybe one other person there. They're not trying to find something that they want to sell on eBay. For me, like I go to a garage sale, I look something up on eBay, I could spend four hours at that garage sale no resellers would show up like whatsoever. I, I've never, I think maybe one time I've seen a reseller at a garage sale. There's just none out here. And maybe it's because they're at different ones. Maybe it's because I, I have no idea, but I typically don't see them out here. Where like in Cali, a lot of the people that are out there say they always see resellers everywhere. So it just kind of depends on where your location is, but I don't really need to prepare that much for those. I mean, I can study some niches. I can study different brands just to make my day quicker, but it's not something where it needs to be done in a snap, quick judgment of like a, a very, very snap, uh, what am I trying to say? Like a very quick thing. You don't have to do it really quickly. You don't have to make a decision in a couple seconds. It's something that you can mull over. You can probably set the item down, walk around at the garage sale, look at other stuff. It's not that big of a deal, but on a release, you need to be able to go. You need to be able to say, I know, or if you see something restock, I know this item is worth X. I know I can sell it for that. I know how fast I can sell it. And that takes time. It takes research that takes a whole lot of information that you need to be able to consume and you need to be able to have all of your plans kind of in place before that so you could say if i get a huge amount of this item what do i do and how would i sell it and what do i do if i can't get the money out of ebay fast enough and how would i pay that off and all of these different things are very very important now there is an option actually that i didn't realize i'm just thinking about this now ebay does offer seller financing so you could always look into that too i wouldn't recommend just going into debt for your business but i mean if things really hit the fan for me that could also be something that I could look into as well. Just some seller financing from them and pay that back that doesn't maybe need to be paid back in the 60 day time limit if things really went crazy. Because you could, I mean, I personally could get a lot of inventory in and if eBay was giving me some issues, maybe try and use some seller financing. Now, I don't know if they'd finance you if they thought that you were trying to scam them. So that's a whole other issue, but like that's something that I maybe could work with and something that would be a good 
backup option. And then you could look at like, like for me, I could look at taking a loan from a family member or something like that. I don't really want to do that. I just, it's very odd sometimes doing that. Like taking a loan from somebody, especially a family member makes seeing that person a little bit different every time. If they maybe aren't getting their money back fast enough, or maybe you are just like, it's just a, it's a weird scenario, especially if things go haywire and you can't pay the money back. So that's the only thing. Now, I personally don't believe I wouldn't be able to pay the money back, but then again, you don't know what you what could happen. And so it's just important to keep those sort of things in mind and have, like I said, a plan for the, the sort of different scenarios that could happen if you end up sourcing, if you end up hitting a good amount of items, if you end up going way over the amount that you thought you would get, sort of things like that. Planning out the, the scenarios ahead of time just makes you more prepared for them so that when they come along or if something weird comes along, you're not completely blindsided. You may be blindsided in a, in a sense that you didn't think it would happen, but you're not caught so off guard that you have zero, zero idea what to do and you just start freaking out and panicking. You at least have something that is either in your mind or on paper that you say, if this happens or a scenario like this happens, I could at least start here. And that would be your best bet. So that's kind of what I'm looking at right now. I am going to be getting a lot of work done this weekend. I'm just trying to build some infrastructure. I initially had thought maybe I'll get some storage shel- uh, storage shelves set up and then yesterday happened and made me really, really reconsider how I'm doing my business because like I said, I mean, yesterday was a crazy restock day. Today was another crazy restock day and I really, really blew it. I did. I mean, I did really well yesterday, but there are people that did three, four, five X what I did on the restocks we had yesterday. And then there are people that just absolutely crushed the restocks today that I completely missed on because I didn't have any credit left. And that's something that's important because I have the money. I just, I, I, I don't have the ability to spend it because a lot of sites will cancel if you just use the same card over and over again. So that's kind of something that I've been considering. How do I take care of this? How do I take advantage of, of, the situation I'm put in and how do I make these sort of things work for me. So that's kind of what I'm looking at today. Hopefully that can be something that helps you out, but definitely get out there, make some stuff happen with your business and try and grow and try and build your business in a way that is sustainable for you and will be sustainable for the long term. So that being said, I'm going to go, but you guys have a great rest of your Friday and I will talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.